This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the contact center code. My son-in-law, Jonathan, loves his job. When, when you talk to him about it, his eyes light up. He, he's energetic. He's enthusiastic. He just loves his job. He's 36 years old, works for Morgan Stanley in private wealth and, and financial management. And if you were to talk to him, he would tell you a couple of things about why he loves his job. Right out of the gates, he would tell you that it's not perfect. No job is. And if you're looking for the perfect job, don't take it because you'll just, you'll just mess it up because there are no perfect jobs. But he would tell you that, that in his job, he gets, to, he gets to help people. He gets to connect with and meet all sorts of, uh, of successful uh, people with different cha- challenges and different circumstances. Uh, he learns every day. And of course, with his job, he gets to share what he learns. He would tell you that it's really, really hard work and that it, it matches up and fulfills the purpose of the things that he's trying to do, which is one is to, is to help contribute and take care of his family. And his purpose is to get more clients, make more money, help more people, uh, share more, share with others. So it's, a, it, it's an opportunity for him to do and help people and take care of his family at the same time. And and it's so rare to run into people that love their job. Have you talked to anybody lately that loves their job? What I think makes Jonathan a little bit of a unicorn is, is that I think he's had three jobs since he graduated from college, and he's loved every one of them. And not a single one of them has been perfect. But he's really loved and embraced what he's had the opportunity to do, and and that's encouraging and and, and something that, that I think everybody would want if they could. So I wanted to take, a, take a, a lesson or a perspective from Jonathan and apply it to podcast 94. And I wanted to talk about loving your job. And so the title is, All You Need Is Love. And I must confess that I love my job as well. I've been in contact centers for years and years and years, and I love the people, uh, I love the problem, uh, I, I love this this unique, crazy math problem that we have that I know the answer. The, the answer is loyal, informed, skilled, and engaged employees. I, I know that's the answer to every problem in the contact center, and I love to talk to people about how to get there. Of course, I'm a technology vendor, so I really love it when people use our technology to help solve their problems. Do you love your job. Let's talk about that today. Do you love your job? How would you measure it if you did? Remember, it doesn't have to be perfect, 
But would you measure whether you love your job by the fact that the majority of the things that you do, you kind of like doing? Or would you say you love your job because it's, it's totally about the people? You know, you, 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 love your, you love the people that you work with. You love your, your boss or leader. You love the company. You love the money. You love the benefits. You love the travel. You know, I, I could tell you that you must love your job, but that wouldn't be true. I could tell you you should love your job. Uh, that wouldn't necessarily be true. But I can tell you that you could love your job. So I guess there's two points. A, do you love your job? And if you don't love your job, do you have a plan to change the reasons that you don't love your job? Is it the people? Is it the work that you do? What is it about it that you don't love about your job? And what would be the things that you would need to do to change to love your job? And if your first point is, well, Michael, you know what? I, I, there's lots of stuff that I could change that would help me to love my job, but I can't do it on, on my own. Well, of course you can't. Of course it's going to require help. The question is, the question is, would you like to love your job? Can you love your job? And is there a way that you can get from point A to point B? Do you ever say, I love my job? Has anyone ever heard it? Have you ever shared that with your peers or your family or your leader? Have you even said it to yourself? Have you ever walked out and said, man, I love this job? My guess is that you probably said, man, I love this about my job. And I hate this about my job or I dislike this about my job. Are your, are your hates and your dislikes bigger than your loves and your likes? Let's talk about that in just a moment. But let's shift over to your employees, the people that work for you, do they love their jobs? Uh, a better question might be, is there anything to love about their job? You know, hard jobs can still be loved. But kind of focusing on your team, is, is there anyone on your team that loves their job? Bueller? 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 Is it them? Or is it or are there things not to love? Or are there things to love? I give same circumstances. Do they love the challenge that they have? Do they love the training and coaching that they get? Do they love you? Uh, do they love the company? Do they love their benefits? Do they love their pay? Do they love the fact that they could work at do they get the fact that they could work at home? Just just stop for a moment and look at the people and work for you. And is there anybody on your staff or on your team that loves their job. And of course, I guess that creates an even more basic question, which would be, how would you know? Have, have you ever asked? Have you ever heard anybody say that? Is there a time and a place in your organization to share? Are there love moments? Are there moments that you share and talk about where people actually love what it is they do? What's really available to love in their job? Is there, is there an opportunity to, to love the feedback they get or love the performance that they have or to, or to love an experience that they have where they can actually help and, and share and change people? Do we put any focus on those moments? Do we spend a little bit of extra time? Uh, was, again, talking to my son-in-law just this weekend. We were talking about the fact of, of his kids and looking back on, on some of the things that they'll memory, some of the memories that they will have of of vacations or, you know, living in smaller rental homes or, 
you know, doing a, a cross-country kind of RV trip or, or, or visiting grandparents or great-grandparents. They're, they're moments that, that they'll remember that they love. And, and so the, the question is, 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 does your organization, have you afforded an opportunity for people to love things about their job? Is there an opportunity for your people to connect to other people? You know, in, in a contact center, maybe that connection is shared pain or the shared challenge of being in the trenches or shared challenges of, of dealing with something newer. Or, or maybe maybe they can look back on the COVID area or a certain time when you didn't have enough people and queues were crazy, but everybody kind of bonded together to get through it. And people can look back on those experiences and love them and love that about their job and love that experience that they had. And you know, the, the, the title of the podcast is, is All You Need Is Love, which comes from the Beatles, but there's another Beatles song, which is with a, little, with a little help from my friends, and there's some lyrics that says, does it worry you to be alone? How do I feel at the end of the day? Are you sad because you're on your own? And then the refrain is, no, I get by with a little help from my friends. I get high with a little help from my friends. I'm going to try with a little help from my friends. And yes, I just did a contact center podcast with a note that says, get high with a little help from my friends, but that really wasn't the one that I wanted you to focus on. I wanted you to focus on, I get by with a little help with my friends. I'm going to try with a little help from my friends. You know, you can love your job and still hate parts about it. And you can love your job for different reasons. Why not be a leader that helps your employees love their job? So we've talked about you, we've talked about your employees. Are you intentionally trying to make either one of those jobs better? What have you done to make your job better or their job better? You know, it's usually not big changes, it's really small changes. And it means adding things or adding opportunity for you to love or for them to love. Sometimes it's adding culture. Sometimes it's changing some of the folks that work with you. Some folks belong with you, some folks don't. And especially if you're a leader at an upper echelon, you've got people that are making contributions and some of them are, are bringing energy into the room and some of them aren't at all. Some of them are, are, are meeting their goals or, or have a, a challenge and an ability to want to attain those goals and others are just kind of going through the motions. The people that you have around you can greatly affect whether you love your job or not. For the people that are on the front line, more finding somebody doing something right, more coaching sessions, but, but quality coaching sessions, training sessions, QM, gaming, achievements, chasing legacy, supervisor connection, supervisor communication. There are so many things that you can do to help improve the environment that you have in your workplace. Connecting people with other people, finding similar connections and similar things that people have in common is a great way to change the environment that you're in and make things better. Do you have a list? Do you have a list of things that you need to do to make your job better, to make the people that work for you better, to make the front line better? And are you working through and pursuing these? Why wouldn't you want to have an environment where people could love their jobs? 
And not everybody's gonna love them, and it's not gonna be perfect for everyone, but, but you create an environment where people can love. Can love what they do. Can love many attributes of their job. And again, sometimes it's just loving more things than you dislike, or being around people that you like. And again, that doesn't mean you don't have people around you that you don't necessarily wanna be around in, but you don't have to. It, it, it's very similar, I, I, I've said this many times, Herb Kelleher used to be the CEO of Southwest Airlines, had a brilliant line. And his brilliant line was, when they asked him why he was so successful, he said, you know what? He goes, we love our employees. And our employees love our customers. And when you have that much love going around, you can make a lot of money. Do you have love going around in your center? Well, there's a fourth component, and that is, do your customers love your employees? Do your customers love your employees? They should they can, because your employees are the ones that help your customers through whatever the challenges are that you have in your organization for whatever reason that they're calling. Do, do your employees know that your customers love them? Customer feedback, customer words change behavior. I say this all the time. I could make a really big argument that it should be your top priority and the single most important thing that your employees know and that you measure. But I'm not gonna fight you over that because you're gonna argue with me about first call resolution or you're gonna argue with me about uh, adherence or attendance or maybe you're an AHT person. I'm okay with that because there is an argument that can be made about what is the, the, the highest, what's the most important. But I don't think we can argue about priority. I think that your customer feedback data ought to be the very first thing that your employees see. I did a webinar the other day and asked, asked, um, asked just a general question of how quickly do, do your employees get their feedback from customers and, and, and whether they got it every day or not. And the vast majority was no, that's a shame. Your customer, your employees ought to get feedback from your customers it ought to be one of the very first things that they see because you're gonna get a lot of positive feedback. If you're a BPO, it ought to be the single most important thing you do because it allows you to let your clients see what they think about your company and your people. Everybody wins in that environment. You know what, if your customers love your employees, which I guess they probably do, I would be willing to bet that they do, and if you don't know, then shame on you because you're not asking enough. And if you're not getting enough feedback, there are many ways to get more feedback. But we need to celebrate that customer love, we need to learn from it, we need to grow from it. And it has tremendous value. You know, if, if you were to, to ask a customer on a scale of one to five uh, what they thought of, of their employee experience or their experience that they had with one of your employees, and they gave you a 4.6 on a scale of one to five, and then you were to, then you were to ask, and then they were, they were also to give you some feedback and say, you know what, listen, um, I love talking to John. He was, um, he was uh, uh, very informative. I think he talked a little bit too fast, but uh, you know, he helped solve my problem and uh, great job. Kudos to you, John. If you, were to, if you were to ask an employee which one of those is most valuable, um, they would certainly tell you the words. And for you, you'd say, wow, the words were, were really important to us. But in most instances, management and leadership, they're not interested in the singular environment. They want the 10,000 scores. And if I get 10,000 scores and it's a 4.6, it tells me a lot more about my organization and our direction and our feedback and something I can report. But you also can get some words from clients that might say, hey, you know what, listen, I love talking to John. 
Uh, he, he provided me the right answer, but you know, did you know that your competitor also provides this? Sometimes singular customer information can be more valuable than 10,000 bits of information. But the point is, is that your, your employees can really be valued from that feedback and that type of encouragement that they receive from customers, that kind of validation that they're doing a good job. And in many instances, they can separate the disappointment or anger or frustration they've got with the company and recognize that their individual contribution makes a difference. Because we are fixing and changing customers and delivering customers one employee, one transaction at a time, one communication. Don't ever forget the very worst employee that you have today will talk to more of your customers than your most highfalutin marketing executive may talk to in a year. Do your customers love your employees? My guess is they do. The question is, are you sharing that love with your employees? And then in turn, sharing that love with your leadership or your clients. Do you love your job? Man, I hope you do. When I talk to my son-in-law, Jonathan, it's abundantly clear that he loves his job. If I were to talk to you, do you love your job? If your leader was to talk to you, do you love your job? If you do, spectacular, wonderful. Let me know, I'd love to hear about that. If you don't, why not? And what do you have the ability to fix? Do your employees love their job? Why not? What do you have to do that you might be able to fix to make it better? It doesn't mean it might not be easier. It doesn't mean it won't be hard. It doesn't mean it won't be frustrating. It doesn't mean it won't be challenging. It doesn't mean that at times it won't be monotonous or redundant or miserable because I have to talk to people that are very, very unhappy. And it doesn't mean that it won't be really hard but people can still love their jobs with all of their challenges. And if you wanna be a great leader, it takes a lot of hard work and focus. Maybe you should focus on loving your job more and helping your employees love their job as well. You know what, bring a mentor along, somebody that can help you and make sure that you're helping other people. Listen, all you need is love. Love is all you need. It's been great to talk to you this week. Look forward to talking to you next. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.